0: on fm on dab and up to date on social media we are radio newark lucy van dross there with janet jackson and the best things in life are free you're listening to the girls around town here this sunday morning on radio newark we are three at the moment tina Fiona and myself, June. June. Sue is having the weekend off. I think she's gone up north, if I remember right. I think she said she was going to go and see her dad. Yeah, she's gone up to the Wirral. Up to Wirral, aye. Um, And we are welcoming, we will be welcoming in about 30 minutes or so our guest for this week, Wendy Jackson, who's coming in to talk about flower essences. In the meantime, we're going to talk to Fiona, our wellbeing guru, or Fiona is going to talk to us, rather about um one of the things that is a real niggle for a lot of people at this time of year because we love the sun we love the fact that um the, the flowers are coming out the trees are starting to bloom um we we drive around and see the beautiful Brilliant yellow of the rape fields, but it's not all good, is it? No, unfortunately not. No, um, I
1: thought I'd sort of carry on with the, you know, the kind of flower theme, as obviously it is hay fever season. and People are contacting me quite a lot at the moment, telling me about, you know, different problems that they've got, um, and uh, I was doing a bit of research. It turns out that it's it's reckoned now about eleven million people in this country. Um, suffer with hay fever that's a staggering one in five people that's incredible that's you know i think it's it's just a sort of sign of how sensitive we're perhaps becoming because of higher background levels of pollution and that sort of thing um and I know it's been raining a lot this week, you know, obviously we've had a lot of rain which has been, you know, very welcome, and people tend to think that the rain means that hay fever goes away, but actually it can make it, in some cases it can make it even worse, so, um, you know, that's, that's, that's something that you have to consider, uh, a shower of rain does not mean to say that your, your hay fever is going to improve. Most of us are fairly familiar with um, with the symptoms, either because we suffer them ourselves or we know someone who does. Usually it affects, you know, your eyes. You might be streaming or red or itchy or dry, the nose. And and for some people, symptoms are a little bit more... Um, it's sort of, there's, there's sort of other things kind of going on. Some people find they get a very dry throat. And for some poor folk, you know, it even means that they have a bit of difficulty breathing. They might get wheezy. So there's quite a lot of different responses that we have and response is the key word there because the reason people get hay fever is that our body kind of goes into overdrive our body decides that pollen is a, is a sort of a foreign body and it needs to it needs to react to it and what happens when you get hay fever is that your body over responds it overproduces these chemicals called histamines which are trying to deal with the, the the problem that your body has has sort of decided you've got and there are quite a lot of different ways. There's sort of four four sort of ways I was going to talk today about what you might want to do. I was saying that hay fever um, is is a, because we, we produce too many histamines in our bodies. So one, one type of uh, treatment is obviously the antihistamine, you know, and lots of us go and buy over-the-counter han- antihistamines these days. There's a wide range available. Um, you know, they're not, then like everything else, you know, they're not perfect. They can, they can, some of them make you a bit drowsy. And if you take them for a long time, they can be quite, uh, can have quite an, effa- an effect on your immune system, which is not necessarily a good idea. But there are quite a lot of other things that people can do. Some people swear by using local honey. I don't know if either of you two have got experience of using local honey to overcome hay fever symptoms. It, the idea, I think, is that, you know, the pollens that the bees have used helps... Uh, that goes into the honey helps you to kind of get get used to the pollen so they don't get red that you know your body doesn't think that they're a foreign body in quite the same way i don't know about tina
0: but um i fortunately touch wood i'm not one of that 11 million people one of those 11 million people great stuff um i do have a little bit of a reaction when the seed, when the rape has been harvested it's the rotting remains that seem to affect me um but it's nothing worth you know i i i wouldn't bother with um antihistamines or anything i'm conscious of it but that's about all
2: Tina, um well generally speaking touch wood she says um i haven't suffered particularly although this year i've probably had a um more response Mm. than ever um but then i'm no, wasn't quite sure whether that really was more of a virus than a yes yeah, reaction it's not, it's mm, not difficult always to clear. tell, yeah, however, on the local honey front, I use local honey anyway a lot um I will buy local sort of raw produced honey as opposed to heat treated um to support my general health and immune system i mean
1: i think i think that's true yeah good local honey is is a kind of a ticks an awful lot of boxes so it's a good it's a good all-round thing anyway um so that's one possibility i mean i and there's there's quite a lot of talk about the fact that there, there isn't really any research to back this up but i think a lot of people their own experience means that honey is a, is a good health support anyway the other one other thing that you can do um is there are lots of barrier Methods basically that means putting something you know if you if you if you have a problem with your nose it means putting something up your nose to stop the pollen getting in and, and making a problem so that might be something as simple as good old fashioned Vaseline you know you can kind of put some of that up or there are lots of other kind of spray preparations that create um, gel inside your nostrils so that you know the pollen doesn't sort doesn't doesn't sort of get in not so useful really if you know that it's your eyes that are the, that are the real problem so you have to kind of again you need to look at the symptoms that you've got and then finally of course there's what what uh, what i use in my practice which are homeopathic remedies and i'm going to talk about those after the next
0: piece of music and the next piece of music is by no means appropriately titled it's called Fool believes what a full beliefs there from the doobie brothers back from 1979 that one and fiona tells us that's one of her favorites or his voice is one of her favorites mm. so she will forgive us for um something that was so inaptly titled for what we're talking about we're talking about hay fever and um specifically about the different kinds of remedies and ways that you can deal with it we've covered the first three and we're co- moving on now to the fourth one um and of course that one is homeopathic remedies in, um of which obviously fiona knows all there is to know so fiona well, share your knowledge with us well thank you very much
1: indeed <laughs> june well um i mean i think there's quite a few reasons for, for con- to consider um homeopathic remedies one one of those is that you you tend you don't tend you don't get uh, side effects with homeopathic remedies the antihistamines can make you you know certain of them can make you a bit drowsy and you do need to keep taking them all of the time whereas with homeopathic remedies you you can take them on days when you know that the pollen count is going to be very high for example if you keep an eye on the weather forecast Um, if you're interested in trying homeopathic remedies the best thing to do is to really sort of sit sit down and just have a think about what you want to get rid of what your symptoms are so for example if you would say your eyes come off worst Think about what the what the, what's the problem? Is it because they're itchy, or is it because they're streaming? Um, and think about when your hay fever starts, when it kicks in, because that might give you a clue um, as to which tree or or flower is responsible. Because homeopaths tend to look for kind of specific things about about a rem- uh, uh, about your symptoms so that they can, so that they can choose a remedy that's quite close to your picture. But if you want to try a remedy um that you can buy from a health shop um or a pharmacy on the high street um um here's a few here's a few sort of things that i hope will help you if <coughs> if your eyes are the worst thing and you've perhaps got dry itchy eyes it's almost like you want to scratch your eyes out type thing and a bit of tickly nose um the the most general um symptoms for hay fever i would i always recommend a remedy called pulsatilla um, you can buy it in the thirtieth potency, the thirtieth strength, at, at a local health shop, and follow the instructions on the packet. Um, it should help you to relieve your symptoms. But if the worst thing for you is sneezing, and you're having real sneezing fits that feel as it's making your face, no. <coughs> excuse me, um, very irritated, and you and you, you're starting to feel very irritated and short-tempered with the whole thing then the remedy to try is something called Nux vomica, which, again, you can get um, on the high street very easily. Um, now, around here, of course, one of the big baddies is the, the large number of rape fields that we've got, and it all tends to come into bloom at once, and people do have quite strong responses to rape, uh, the, the, the rape fields. I've had a few people in touch with me this week about that. W- there is a remedy based on rape uh, uh, called Brassicum nepus, oleum because it's oil seed rape um, and that is a good one to, to think about having if you know that your symptoms are to do with rape and perhaps you leave you live in the open countryside where there are a lot of fields you would need to get that through a practitioner but um, as i say for most hay fever problems there is a specific remedy it's a question of finding the right one so homeopathic if you want to do something different if you're hay fever this year consider natural Homeopathic remedies,
0: and best ones either Pulsatilla or Nux vomica. I think That's, you said those are the two. Yes. Those are the top yeah. two. Uh, both of which I think are in our little they magic blue box. Are. Aren't they? Yes. yes. <laughs> if, you have a, if
1: you have one of the Helios blue boxes, or you have a, stash, a, a sort of a stash of remedies at home, it's most likely that you'll have those two because they are real, kind of um sort of stalwarts of, of the homeopathic world. Yeah. Yeah. um So have a think check out where whether you've got the remedies if not you can get hold of them very easily
0: fantastic we're going to talk or uh, fiona will be talking in more detail um in all 15 minutes or so maybe with our guest about some other kind of remedies some more natural remedies um in when we we start talking to wendy jackson about flower essences in the meantime we've got a bit more music and this one is um it's a bit bit more recent it's from 2012 and it's from jesse J,
2: terence trent darby if you let me stay Online, on FM and across Newark and Lincolnshire on DAB Digital Radio. We're Radio Newark. And we, of course, are the Girls Around Town. With me, Tina Betterson, with Fiona Soyokoshoff, June's popped out for a coffee, and our guest today, Wendy Jackson. Um, well, hello, ladies. Welcome back into the studio, Fiona, and welcome to the show. Actually, it would really help if I gave you microphones, wouldn't it? There you go. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Here we are. Here you are. Here you are. Here you are. So, Fiona, your guest today, Wendy Jackson. We're talking flower essences. Aren't we are we not now. Wendy
1: is Wendy is a fellow homeopath, which I'm very excited. It's very nice to share the studio with another homeopath. But as well as um, her homeopathic practice, Wendy also uses um, other other sort of modalities within her practice. One of which is what we're going to be talking about today: the Australian uh, bush flower essences. So, hello, Wendy.
3: Good morning, Fiona. Uh, Tell us tell us a little bit about,
1: about these bush flower essences.
3: Um, well, I mean, I first got into the bush flower essences in my first year of training as a homeopath. Um, and I learned about Ian White, who is the founder of the Bush Flower Essences. He So he,
1: he kind of developed the range, did he? Yes, yes. Okay. In,
3: in about the nineteen eighties. Uh, he started the range, started making them, um, and he got into that because his um, he became very poorly, um, and his family built him back up, um, but he actually went to live with uh, a couple of, uh, a sacral cranial guy, um, and a naturopath, and they taught him about the uh, bark flower essences, interestingly, in Australia, and he used them with success. Um, this is another range of this is the flower English range. essences that's, yes, based on yeah. English flowers, isn't it? That's yeah. right, yeah. Um, but he had a yearning to use the Australian flower essences because there weren't any back then. And I believe he had quite a lot of knowledge about that from, his, from some family members, did he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So his uh, grandmother... Um, used to take him out in the bush and um, tell him about the flower essences and would uh, tell him about their healing qualities. Um, um, and so he would do that on quite a regular basis. So he, he learnt a lot about that. His father was also a, a, a chemist. Um, but it, within being a chemist, he would often give herbal tinctures um, instead of... Uh, okay so yeah. he so he grew up with as
1: well as he obviously had some health challenges and then he was he'd got quite a lot of um natural um healing to draw on himself yes. yeah yeah because one thing i'm quite intrigued about um that, you know they're australian uh, do you think that, have these got a background of being used by the indigenous people over in australia sort of before he rediscovered them is is, it, is that the case
3: yeah yeah there's a lot of the fluorescences uh boab is is one that the Aborigines would use. Um, they would. The boab uh, grows on the big boab tree, and the flowers are a beautiful white uh, flower. And they would fall on the floor. And when a woman was giving birth, they would dig a hole and cover the hole with the boab flower, and the baby would be born into this hole. And the boab represents um, ancestral patterns. So if there was any ancestral patterns that the child was. Born with um, ailments, that they they would be a significant um, uh, doctrine of signatures of letting um, those hereditary patterns let go.
1: Oh, okay. So, so it was kind of it could be from you know from very early on in life. They would be using the the the, the, the flower essences at different at different times. Yes, yeah. Different times.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess actually, you know, all of our modern day drugs.
3: Yeah
2: pretty much have all come from plants, flowers... Yeah, um, very often point. they, I mean, they have know. that as their starting point, don't yeah. they? Yeah, I mean, it, and, and obviously what we, what the pharmaceutical companies have done is kind of extracted what they believe is to be the active part yeah. and then created and patented a, a drug from that. But, I mean, I think of my dad, for example, he's on digoxin, well, that's from f- Foxglove. Yeah, digitalis. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so so it's a kind of... um. This is, I mean, I was, as I was reading about these essences this week, because I really, I was starting from zero. I didn't really know anything about them. It struck me that they are very much sort of ancient wisdom for our modern lives, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. yeah, Yeah. And so, and I know you, you were talking to me about um, how they're, they're very good for, for emotional situations. Is that right?
3: Yeah, well, for all, all sorts of mental, emotional, physical problems. Um, so we have a lovely one for uh, what's called confidence. So we do combination essences as well as um, individual essences for people. But the confidence is for people who are have low self-esteem, low self-worth. So um, that sh- is that short for confidence then, really? Yeah, yeah. confidence. Yeah. Mm. yeah, a lot of them are called essence. Um, yeah, confidence. It ah. says what, does what it says on the tin, as it were. That's <laughs> what know. we like yeah yeah
1: okay so what are there any other um very popular combinations
3: uh there's a woman essence that i use quite a lot so okay. oh, it sounds
1: like we'll have to talk a bit more detail <laughs> in a bit more detail about that one i think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> perhaps we can do that after uh in our next in our next uh section yeah. um, um
2: well yeah yes or um we have we've got plenty of plenty of time um well let's let's do it let's now, crack then. on with the woman essence because i think that's um, something that is, uh, well, pertinent to, to all of us um, and probably pertinent to quite a few of us at this point in our lives. Yeah. 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 I mean,
3: it has um, 13 different essences in there. Mulla um, mulla being uh, a good one for hot flushes. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Peach you peach mentioned mulla t- earlier, mm. didn't you? Yeah. Mm. Uh, peach flower tea tree for those sugar cravings that we get.
2: Oh I could do with a bucket of that one
3: Yeah, <laughs> um, Old man banksia Now that's an interesting one isn't it um, that's for your thyroid Because a lot of ladies at that time of uh, life Thyroid can be um, Can slow down So it stimulates A lot of these essences uh, Stimulate organs um, That maybe for whatever reason Have become sluggish or slowed down So it stimulates them to work better so, can you can you buy these over-the-counter effectively? Um, or are they sort of prescribed know. through
1: a practitioner?
3: The combinations you can buy online. Um, I don't know a shop. I haven't seen a shop anywhere that sells them. But, mm, online, but you can buy them online, the combinations, yes. Individual prescriptions, you would need to see uh, a practitioner. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so,
1: if, if, so, if I say, you know, I'm thinking, oh, that sounds really interesting, I could, I could buy it online um how would i how would i go about taking this this combination essence say if i wanted to start to take the woman essence
3: yeah sure uh well ian has um, a big thing about the number seven um, and seven represents seven days of the week uh, there are seven major planets of the solar system there are seven major herbs that are used um, so seven's been his big number so you take seven drops which is a bit
1: of a of a big number in lots Bit of, of people's lives isn't it really as well so. yeah and we're supposed to with our lives are supposed to be in seven year cycles seven i cycles, think yeah. yeah the
3: saturn return yeah so yeah you, you take seven drops under the tongue morning and night so as you go to bed and usually what i say to ladies is have the bottle by your bedside so you can take it as you get up in the morning and as you go to bed at night and you don't forget
1: so if someone was say having a tough time through with some some menopausal symptoms, you know, mm-hmm. would you would you say just try the essence or do you think it's a good idea to kind of do it alongside say if someone's on HRT for example?
3: Uh yeah, I mean you can you can do it alongside HRT. Um yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with people taking Drugs at the same time, um, but usually what I find is that you m- you may sort of slowly come off the HRT because these essences t- tend to stimulate your body to work for itself where HRT and other drugs tend to um, take over the job of the organs um, so if you was the perhaps if you were
1: thinking of coming off it you could you could you could phase phase in the uh, in the essence and then phase yeah. out the HRT maybe or is yeah. that that's I mean, one possibility
3: but one possibility and obviously you'd have to probably
1: speak to your that with your doctor well. mm.
3: absolutely yeah sure
1: okay so and and is the woman essence is that is it really just
3: for that time of a woman's life no it can it goes really from puberty all the way to menopause to be fair um, because it has one major remedy in there called she oak um and she oak uh balances the hormones in the body and it also um it also balances the uh, ovaries so that they're working correctly um so you know uh,
1: so it's about re- sort of re-establishing balance yeah hormones. at whatever time it m- things might go out of balance for example yeah okay yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: sounds fascinating shall we have a uh, another piece of music and we will um and we'll come back and talk to wendy a little more after that sounds good to me sounds good to me too this is uh, bruno mars and that's what i like we're talking flower essences this morning with wendy and with fiona and we've been um well we've been kind of raiding Wendy's bag, really, for what she's what she has in it. Now, it's fair to say that this is the first time, because this is the first time Wendy's done any radio. She is a little on the nervous side, but hopefully, we're making you feel a bit more comfortable. <laughs> yes, in the, but in the meantime, just to help, um, what's in that little blue <laughs> bottle on the table?
3: I did have to take some of my emergency essence. Yeah, I'm very hot, sweaty palms, and um, yeah, so I've just sprayed some in my mouth. I'm feeling a bit calmer. Um, yeah. Well, so this is good, good
1: for any that any of those kind of times when you suddenly feel
3: um yeah kind anxious. of awkward and
1: anxious yeah, yeah. so if yeah. you're going for a driving test say or yeah. a, um a tricky appointment somewhere anything, or, a or a radio interview <laughs> yeah. mm. or a job interview maybe even well, yeah, that kind of thing
3: absolutely yeah just take i spray it it goes it's just, it's a nice little spray bottle i have in my handbag And I spray it when I need it. Um, I actually gave some to students this week who are doing exams. Very, you know, obviously worried about that. And you can spray it in their water bottle, and then they just sip sip their water throughout their exam, and keeps them all calm and focused. So lots of lots of different uses for that one.
1: Yeah, Mm. that
2: one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Sounds good. And no doubt helpful for as you say, youngsters going through through exams. But I'm guessing there are other things for youngsters too. Adoles- yes. oh, adolescence you mentioned adolescence didn't adolescence you? yeah what a brilliant one so yeah for puberty and
3: all those awful feelings that puberty and uh that brings um there are lots of beautiful remedies in that one um so there are things like uh dagahakia um and that's for anger as well, i say that sounds issues. quite a scary word it <laughs> yeah <does, isn't> <laughs> dagahakia yeah um Red helmet orchid. That's a good one. That's for authority issues. So obviously, kids are pushing back at authority, and you know want to stand their ground. So it just helps them um, realise on a subconscious level that actually uh, that they don't need to be as angry, and and they can resolve issues in a in a positive way rather than a negative, angry, aggressive way. Mm. Um, yeah. I think mm.
1: No, I'm just quite interested. I mean, I think this is, must be me with my kind of word hat on, but you know that you you said you know kind of red helmet, and I said, "Oh, dagger Hakea, That sounds quite angry. Yeah. It's almost as if the the plants have got um, a, a connection with the the use that you can put them to. Um, she said, trying to get round to the doctrine <laughs> of signatures, doctrine <laughs> of signatures
0: <yeah.
1: laughs> which I don't know if if you if if you um, June or or. Um, have come across this before have you ever come across this idea of doctrine of signatures i have heard um of the doctrine of signatures well it's basically um, it, it back in the back in medieval times people had an idea that if you could use a flower or a plant for some kind of medicinal use uh it would give you a message the the way that the flower or the leaf was shaped or the way that the seed developed or something would give you a clue as to what it could be used for and i'm most familiar with uh, the example of something like st john's Wort, hypericum which is used um, hi- homeopathically for uh, cuts from blades and the leaves on the hypericum plant are like almost like a little scalpel so there's a kind of a, that's the clue there it's the shape of the leaf gives us a clue so are, are there any other instances of that in the australian uh flower essences would you say
3: um yeah there's there's several actually it was quite a few but bearing in mind there are 69 essences in the australian flower essences um probably a good one is bottle brush uh, you, probably a lot of people have seen that it's, it's red and it looks like a a bottle brush cleaner you know that you use to clean bottles out of babies' bottles um, and that's actually good as a colon cleanse
0: <laughs> I see. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Quite graphic then. <laughs> Quite graphic that one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. use the essence rather than the bottle brush <laughs> <Yes>. itself. <laughs> to
0: use the essence.
2: Yeah,
3: few. <laughs> <laughs> um there's another one called uh, Angel Sword which looks like a sword and it's uh, it's purple in color. Um and it's actually for an aura protection. Um so it, it sort of yields its um sort of protection for your aura. Um, so I'm sure you've talked about auras before and how they're physical bodies and energies that we all have, and it protects you from any psychic protection the, or mm, any kind of invading, invading, of
2: yeah. So, those, mm. um, do you know what we've talked about? Yes, which was ancestral. I'm not sure we have talked much about auras. In the mm. past, actually, on the that show, we'll have to get I someone, wonder. get yeah. someone yes, on who can maybe. talk to us about auras. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in brief, it's, uh, our aura is kind of our energy field, isn't it? Yeah, we all have yeah. our kind of energy it's field seven around or eight eight
3: us. Energy mm. fields, yeah, yeah, cool. and
2: there's ones closest
3: to us, and they, and the further out they go, they've become more etheric. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's probably, why probably
1: people say that's why you can sometimes you can sense when someone has has come up behind you or has walked into the room even if you haven't been able to hear them or see them you're just aware of that change in energy there's Mm. sort of quite a lot of situations in which you can become of become aware Mm. of of the kind of the body beyond our our physical body yeah Mm. Mm.
3: Mm. and that's you know when like when you're queuing up in a queue and somebody gets too close to you they're invading your space i feel that's a bit of a mm. that that sort of sense as well yeah. Mm. yeah
1: okay all right so oh gosh are we having a we're having a, this is a big conversation this morning now we've got onto auras and energy fields and all sorts um so we've done we've talked about emergency essence we've talked about adolescence and the woman's essence um so any others that you particularly wanted to highlight today wendy
3: um i think transition's uh, another good essence um because that's for transitioning from you know if you're uh, giving birth and having a new baby that's a whole new way of being um, if you're moving home uh, if you're starting a new job so it's it's helping you to cope with um, the whole transition of going from one place to another or even um the major one it was really made for initially was for transitioning when people are dying um, because it's um, it can be scary for the people that are being left behind and the person that's dying can be quite scared um, and worried about what's going to happen or maybe they're worried about the people that are going to be left behind so it helps on a mental, emotional and physical level to be able to come to terms with that place and the new place of being and you find that I actually gave this to my father-in-law who was dying a couple of years ago, and um, it helped him to pick up the phone and ring some people. He didn't want to speak to anybody, but he rang them and said what he needed to say, and he and he was much calmer and in a much better place. Um, yeah, gets you in that right space. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that can be a challenge for a, yeah. for a lot
1: of people in that situation. Yeah. It's a it's a very scary in a, a very overwhelming time sometimes yeah.
2: Mm. yeah absolutely okay shall we have a, a little piece of music sounds good point this is um the christians and it's harvest for the world you're listening to the girls around town here on sunday morning we are talking flower essences with our guest wendy jackson so fiona uh, over to you for a moment yeah well i was just thinking if 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 people say someone's been listening this
1: morning and they're thinking oh this sounds really interesting but i don't really trust myself to buy one of those combinations i'd like to talk to someone i'd like to perhaps come in, along and and meet wendy what what how would people um w- how would that work how would how do you sort of see people how do you prescribe the essences
3: okay uh well people generally uh phone me Um, or you can go on my website which is wendyjackson.org.uk and when people come along I generally take their entire life history um, to see how they've got to where they are today Um, and then we'll have a look at uh, what they've come for and their particular symptoms and from that um, I will prescribe um, homeopathic remedies Uh, a flower essence um, and maybe a tincture if they need a bit of organ support Um, so they usually get, well always get a unique prescription for themselves, whatever it is that they need at that time
1: Okay, so, so it might, yeah, you say it'll be a combination it of different com- things. Yeah, it's
3: always a combination. Okay, yeah. and you,
1: you said that the, the case history taking is quite extensive. Kind of yes. How how long does an appointment last when they first come to see you? So,
3: a first appointment is uh, about an hour and a half.
1: Right, so that's a yeah. lot longer than if a you go long. to a, a standard doctor's appointment. Yes, mm. oh yes,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's really in depth, so, because you're being a bit like... Um, a detective really and finding out what it is that's got that person into the state that they are today so it's finding their unique remedies to get them back to uh, good health
1: okay right so and then and then what happens after that
3: uh, well they go away um, I usually post the remedies out because um, on a first uh, consultation. Uh, there's a lot of information there for me. Um, so I usually do a little bit of work afterwards, work out exactly what it is uh, would be good for them. Post them out and usually I'll see somebody again somewhere between four and six weeks later.
1: Okay, so it's so it's not it's not an every week kind of situation.
3: No mm. no okay
1: yeah, I usually away, you should go away, take
2: the remedies and see how they get on.
1: All right, thanks
3: very much
2: now we've just got time to find out about wendy's course on the 18th of june tell us about that wendy (laughs) right yeah that's on the 18th of june uh in my
3: house in east bridgeford uh 10 till 4 on sunday uh we'll be doing lovely meditation we'll be talking about the flowers you'll be making up your own flower essence and taking it home with you Uh, you'll be taking home a 20-page booklet that you can refer to tells you all about the essences Um, and i shall be making a homemade organic lunch as well
2: hey where do i sign that sounds great (laughs) sounds marvelous doesn't it (laughs) i wish i I wish i could come but you know what you know where i will be on that particular day 18th of june 18th of june you'll be right here i'll be right here (laughs) in the studio um, and we'll be holding the fort on that day because guess who's going to be in amalfi oh <laughs> yes our correspondent in in amalfi our correspondent <laughs> in amalfi exactly exactly um now Wendy so your course is the 18th of June yeah how do people get in touch with you then to either book on that course if they're interested or to come and have a consultation with you okay so um my web address
3: is www.wendyjackson.org.uk phone number 07891 641 386 and i do have a facebook page which is wendyjackson
2: lcph homeopath okay so lots of ways in which we can get in touch with you and uh am i right in thinking june that the details will also be on our website june dashes to a mic get to a microphone there's already a link to um
0: wendy's website on girls around town if you look for a post which is entitled flower power you'll see the link on there um but we i will when i get home this afternoon i'll put um something on our facebook page again with a bit more detail
2: marvelous. Thank you very much. So Wendy, thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for having me. We've got a little bit more time if there's anything else that you want to share or we can just let you relax <laughs> and have some more of your emergency essence. <laughs>
3: That's a good idea.
2: I think it's relax time. So, thank you for coming in. It's thank been you. lovely to have you on. Fiona, um do do we know when you're coming in next and what you're going to be talking about um we're well, not planned that far ahead yet.
1: Uh, well my, my i'm very much hoping that i'll be joined by my lovely a lovely colleague a uh, practitioner colleague of mine called Alison, who uh, works as a craniosacral therapist now um for some people that's going to be something they've never heard of so uh make sure that you um tune in the next time i'm on but unfortunately i can't quite remember what date that is at the moment um
2: it'll be sometime in june it will be in june yes I think it's June the 11th. Mm. (laughs) We're watching the hand signals from June in the corner. (laughs) Marvellous. So, probably June the 11th. Now, craniosacral therapy is very interesting. I have had that.
1: Ah, so Um, you know what I'm talking about.
2: I do know what you're talking about. And it is, and it's very, very interesting.
1: Um, Very tiny, tiny movements. Yes. Um, Often you just, it feels as if you're just lying down on a couch and, and... someone is just not massaging your head exactly but just doing the tiniest of adjustments but it's fantastic for um being able to the the the, being able to sort of uh Help you both with physical, but also sometimes with with stuff that's got a bit trapped in your body um, yeah. and that, that that's continuing to give you a problem. Um, so it's got quite a lot of uses, um, and there aren't that many practitioners in this part of the world. But we are blessed with having a, a super a super practitioner in the shape of Alison here in the in uh, in Newark, and uh, there's also someone else who works over in Lincoln called John
2: Armitage. Marvellous. Well, thank you for that. Thank you both. We